I'm glad y'all joined. I'm glad y'all decided to join me today because right now I'm fixing democracy in the op-ed section of the Washington Post. Uh, there's a op-ed in there, the title of which is, is fixing democracy partisan? Here are answers to this and more questions. So it's got some like, you know, some, some headers here. Why constitutional democracy? Human beings thrive when they can steer their own lives, blah, blah, blah. Why shouldn't we just chuck ours out and start over? A democracy is a technology for collective human decision-making. You know, there's a bunch of, like, NGO language here. What is democracy renovation? Democracy renovation is made up of two things. A, reconnecting people to civic service, civic collaboration, civic engagement, and their civic power and civic responsibility. Too many civics, bro. Uh, we get it. <laughs> I also just say, too, I like like this, uh, this term, democracy renovation. Like, it's like... It's like a physical thing that you're renovating, like your house. It just you needs know? a facelift. Democracy needs a little, little touching up. Just yeah, reupholster that shit. Um, B reforming our political institutions and civic infrastructure so that people have the tools they need to be responsible and effective citizens. I love, I do. This is one of my favorite shit. Like being a responsible and effective citizen. It's like, what does that mean? dude, I'm into anarchy, bro. I'm I'm the opposite of responsible and effective citizen, bro. I don't vote. Yeah, I don't vote, bro. So, so, uh, what's the the argument that they're making is in essence that democracy's broke, and uh, the only way to fix it is to not do democracy anymore. We need more democracy. Wrong. We need more, okay. <clears throat> Wrong answer. Um, what What are the most important strategies for reconnecting people to their civic power? Okay, I know Aaron called me last night at like 3 in the morning and asked this question, so I'm glad I did. you... I did. It's like, I got a he three. Said, he said, Terrence, I've been reading the writings <laughs> of Cincinnatus <laughs> and uh, Montesquieu and so forth. I have some questions about the future of our democracy. <laughs> uh huh. To which you said, I said broadly, forums for deliberation, <laughs> civic ed- education, organizing experiences, and pathways to participation in the many available civic roles are all important strategies for reconnecting people to their civic power. Those roles include voting, running for office, jury duty, serving on boards, and commissions at municipal, county, state, and federal levels. They include writing letters to the editor and other expressive efforts to influence opinion. They include LTEs, just- baby. <laughs> they include LTEs. Dude, have you ever written an LTE? Have either of you guys I, either ever I, written an LTE? I have. I know you've 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 even ghostwritten several. <laughs> yeah, um, I was for a little while there. I was the town uh, LTE ghostwriter. People would come to me, they'd say, um, you know, they would step into my office and we would barter some goods. We would exchange some goods. And in return, I would ghostwrite LTEs for people. You'd go smoke a cigarette out out under a blinking neon sign. (laughs) Yeah. And then, uh, and there you are. Yeah. They'd say to you, Terrence, I have something, uh, a civic matter that just won't, won't allow me to eat or sleep. <laughs> There's only one way to get something done about this, and that's writing a letter to the editor. Problem is, I have a sixth grade education. 
Can you help me? Can you help me with that University of Texas education to express myself in the paper of record? Yeah. The Whitesburg Mountain Eagle. Yeah. This also includes participating in nonviolent demonstrations and protests and in civil society organizations with advocacy and civic missions. Make sure they're nonviolent. Yeah, this is like really, uh, this is like pretty boring stuff, but you know. I'm just I'm just going through the process here because there's a form that you can fill out later on down. So, um, so, so you know, then it asks, what are the most important strategies for renovating our political institutions and civic infrastructure? And she writes, some of these I've already written about. Some will be explored in columns to come. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but not give not giving us a lot of meat there this week. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then, you know, she's got, like, a hypothetical, like, this all sounds like hard work. Why should I make the effort? She writes, because it feels good. Civic engagement and empowerment are good for mental health. <laughs> really? I would say that it's been detrimental. I would, to I would actually fucking... say it's... I would actually say it's been deleterious to mental health. <laughs> I would say participating in anything political civic uh, rots the one's brain from yeah. the inside out. I was just thinking about this just not even a few hours ago, how much happier I was before I waited in the waters of public discourse. Of civic responsibility and engagement? All right. Before you civically just... engaged? Think twice before you civically engage. Uh, <laughs> I've been saying here. My my parents, you know, early on in life, they said, you know, they said, Terrence, there's two things you need to know about. First is how sex is made. And then they, mm. and then they, and then they, uh, you know, did it in front of me to show me. They copulated in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And then they brought in a voting booth. <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately after. And then they voted. Post post coitus, they said, "Son, now you now you're ready to take on the world. (laughs) Now you're a man. Yeah. Now you have the tools that you need to make it in this world. Yes. And now I, I, ever since then, I have associated voting with extreme trauma, and I've not been able to get over it. Yeah. Uh, That's why you don't vote. And that's why I don't vote." And then and then it's oh wait, son, I forgot there's one more thing and then he just beat the hell out of you. He's like, That's the third thing you need to know is that the world will kick after you down. You particularly yeah, after particularly you if you're a voter. Uh this says, Okay, so we need both protection and renovation and pitching in might make me even feel better, but how do I decide how and what to do? Think of your engagement with our democracy as a civic portfolio. Every single one of us should have one of these. This involves choosing how we allocate our time, talent, or treasure to civic pursuits. Maybe you decide to alloc maybe you decide to allocate zero hours or zero dollars. That's fine, so long as it's an active choice. If you do choose to allocate time, talent, and measure to a treasure to a civic portfolio, you have to decide how much of each you can contribute. And then you have to decide how to spread your contributions across a portfolio of demo- democracy protection, democracy renovation, and partisan electoral work. Why does it sound like a company that's trying to sell you democracy? Like, ensure democracy? You need protection for democracy. I don't like yes. Protect your democracy, sir. Is this the Chevy Chase Inn? I think I left my civic portfolio there last night. Is it? Oh, it's behind the bar? Okay, I'll be, I'll be in this afternoon to pick it up. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm sorry. I meant to close my tab out, but 
taking a look at your uh, uh, civic CV, seeing as you voted for Ralph Nader. I'm sorry, sir. That you're what, what, what would if listen on the great judgment day when God pulls out your own civic portfolio uh-huh. and it's a curveball. The whole purpose to life, the reason everybody's so gung ho about it, is how you get into heaven. Yeah, and God says, Terrence, I see you had a pretty solid record up until uh, the election of Donald J. Trump. Yeah, <laughs> you sat that one out at a pivotal moment. <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself? Our democracy was at stake, <laughs> and, and and you just you just pissed your vote away on uh, <laughs> whoever you vote for. I guess. Bernie. Well, what is that thing that like nonprofit nerds? And um, GOTV people use to to see how you voted in the past. What is it um, called? I, I used to use that shit. I used yeah, to use same it. What here. Is it called, it, man, God, you, you know what called? I'm talking about, though, right? I know what you're talking about because yeah, I used to, I used to use it when I used to work in the like Secretary of State, and then they show you. They don't show you how you voted, but they showed you that you did vote. That you did vote. Well, I can't remember what that's called. It they did have show, little peas. It it kind of did show how you voted. In the sense that, like, it, it would try to project how you would vote in the future based on how you voted in the past, but I don't think it showed the individual votes you made. Yeah, in a way, yeah. uh, it would have been hard to track mine because I I, I refuse to vote unless I can just uh, cast a black marble in a wooden box. So <laughs> that's that's uh, no no paper trail for my vote now. <laughs> is that the kind of renovation she's talking about? Because, like, I always thought it was pretty tight after the Arab Spring that when they voted, they'd, like, dip their fingers in ink. And, and die, yeah. 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 Wait, that's, that's how we need to breathe some life into this democracy is bring back cool ways of voting. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. just bring... Okay. Election day, I wake up at 5 a.m. to go open the polls. I go out to the drilling rig i say boys fill me up a barrel of oil barrel a barrel of your best crude this is vote this is this is voting oil boys (laughs) (laughs) only your finest for democracy (laughs) and then i wheel it back to the voting poll polls and then what you do is we we just pop the top off and you stick your little finger in there and then that's how you vote you vote with crude oil yeah, have you guys uh, ever read uh, the lottery by Shirley Jackson? You know where everybody uh, picks their names out of a, out of a box and then they get stoned at the end. Whoever whoever picked last gets stoned or some shit like that. That's why we need to do it, man. Damn. <laughs> or like if I mean there might be some public health concerns here, but what if we took a blood oath at the polls? I believe so strongly in Ralph Nader. I'm gonna I'm gonna punch one in the blood. <laughs> You know, just like a little pinprick. Yeah. Um. The, she writes, uh, "I apportion a good deal of my nights and weekends, as well as twenty percent of my work week, to civic pursuits. In addition, twenty percent. What the fuck? This person is psychotic, yo. <laughs> in addition, my professional area of focus is democracy renovation. I'm fortunate that I can do basic research and teaching on this subject as my job. As a result, I'll admit, democracy work takes up nearly all my time beyond sleeping, eating, exercising, walking the dog. I thought it, I thought it was only 20%. I thought it was only eight <laughs> hours of the work week. What the fuck is democracy work? What is so democracy? there's somebody out there, what you're telling me, what I'm hearing, is there's somebody out there 
that well, actually I know exactly who this person is. This is one of those people that were harassing me to vote for uh, Amy McGrath via postcard. Yeah. <laughs> but there's somebody out there that is so consumed with the idea of our democracy being threatened that they're using their one go through in this short finite existence to do everything in their power to ensure that the fundamentals of our democracy are sound. Yeah. That is so sad, man. Oh, God, yo. Well, this is like... This is like that New York Times article I remember seeing, like, maybe a year ago. It was... uh, The headline is, Voters see democracy in peril, but saving it isn't a priority. (laughs) 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 The opening paragraph... Is voters overwhelmingly believe American democracy is under threat, but seem remarkably apathetic about that danger. <laughs> so, so, so Americans saw the check engine light and just kept driving that shit. <laughs> uh, I've been there, brother. I know how that is. I, I, that, nah, it's just a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those headlines that's stuck in my head forever. I like. I just think about it, and smile sometimes. Just that, like the majority of Americans are like, "Oh shit, man, this is kind of." It's kind of bad. Like, there's smoke coming up from under the engine hood. They're, and they're just like, I'm just going to ignore it. <laughs> I, can't, yeah. I can't do nothing about it. Maybe take yeah. to the shop next week when I get paid. put a little piece of tape over that check in. <laughs> <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that is funny. Um, mm. So, but wait, back to this. Back to this. Um, many would say I have over-allocated to civic life this writer her name is danielle allen i don't know if i mentioned that danielle all the respect in the world but i i'm many here (laughs) (laughs) i think you have you need to go have some fun this weekend (laughs) she said i am sure they are right i wish our current politics didn't make me feel this make this feel necessary but to me it does urgently so most people aren't in a position to dedicate that large a portion of their lives to their own civic portfolio but i believe nearly everyone can find some way to engage in this work and across my across my civic portfolio, I allocate twenty five percent to democracy protection, five percent to partisan work, and seventy percent to democracy renovation. So my civic portfolio looks like this. What the fuck? I'm just imagining her with the tool belt walking into a house like, oh, your roof. Your de- it looks like your democracy needs a new roof. Yeah. <laughs> people, people who aren't just like outright like, um socialists because like to me like i know this is gonna sound canned and corny but it is kind of pretty much true i think this is basically like kind of what marx and engels were getting at in the communist manifesto that like pure democracy is basically communism so it's like i don't understand like how people can be this into quote-unquote democracy but they 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 just are ostensibly like box standard like liberals or conservatives obviously yeah, it's like they've pledged allegiance to the most undemocratic institutions and undemocratic legislatures and undemocratic parties and everything, and yet they say the thing that they're spending all of their time on, or at least 20% of their time on during the work week, <laughs> is in service to what exactly? Well, think about yeah. it. It is fascinating. It's like democracy... As uh, managed by capitalism or capitalism managed by democracy, I don't know which one you would say manages which. Um, insofar as there even is democracy, like the, the version that we have is so grotesque and deformed 
And it's so obviously so because of what's going on in political economy. Mm. But like how like when when you say democracy renovation, like what are you getting at? Like how uh just what is your end goal? Like what do you imagine happening? You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you imagine that there are going to be like community organizations in every community where everyone is like like I don't I mean, I'm not being even like kind of like, you know, like um, uh, trying to be funny about it, because I guess like as a socialist, like I would like to be, you know, people be more engaged in their communities. Right. But like when she talks about this portfolio in the CV, it's like checking off a box and kind of siloing like whatever democracy means to her to just like saying, like, as long as you check these things off your list. Right. You've done your job. Right. You put in work into, into democracy. It's like that's not really how this shit works, though. I think you guys have been short-sighted about this. I've got an I've I've got a plan, uh-huh. and really, it's gonna. This is how we can put our shovel in. <clears throat> Did y'all watch that show, Extreme Makeover Home Edition? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. At the doctor's office while I'm waiting. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be us and a bunch of, um, you know, uh, people in a big bus. We're gonna have a bus. It's going to say Extreme Makeover Democracy Edition. <laughs> it's going to be us and some of our cohorts, and we're going to pull up to polling places. I want to say, listen, we're here to renovate your democracy if you'll let us. And that, and that, and there'll just be some old woman being like, God bless you, honey. Like our, our uh, machines, they won't even help us. You know, we're still doing paper ballots. We're counting this. But instead of actually doing anything to affect the change at the ballot box, we just sort of like change the ballot measures. So we go with the oil drum thing Terrence was talking about. Maybe that plays in Texas. Maybe we do blood oaths in Iowa. Right. You know I mean? Maybe we do, you know, casting the, the marble in the little wooden box or, you know. Just depends. We just play it by ear at every I site. Mean, but I kind of like the idea of, like, you get a paper ballot and a cheeseburger, and you get the grease all, and some french fries, you get the grease all over your hands, and that's how you vote with the box. You put a little grease. It's like a McDonald's bag little, has got little, grease stains <laughs> all over it. Yeah. Little splotches of grease on it. Yeah. I yeah. like home, I like makeover, uh, what was it, home makeover democracy edition? Is that what it's called? Yeah. I like Stream the idea, makeover. like, I walk into your house, and I got a utility belt and a hard hat on, and I hold, like, a little instrument up to your walls, and I say, and I knock, like, you know, like, oh, like here. It's oh. like you're checking for radon, but actually yeah. <laughs> you're checking for democracy. I'm che- well, I'm checking, and I, oh, here's your problem. And I cut open the wall, and like three, like, Nazis fall out. <laughs> They're right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> then you put up an American yeah. flag, yeah. like, yeah. over at the back yeah. door. Yeah. You, you, here's your problem right here. You, you're you're all ate the fuck up with Nazis. You got to get them out <laughs> of here. You got Nazis out crawling in these walls. <laughs> and then it's like. But the music goes from uplifting to kind of ominous, and you look at the family. Now you you know what this means, don't you? Like, no, well, listen, we didn't know they were there. Of course, you didn't. Know. That's why. That's the nature of these. They're insidious. I'm gonna have to burn down the whole house now with everyone inside. Unfortunately, so, unfortunately, there's only one solve for this. That's we have to burn your entire house down. Are you going to build me a new one? No, no, no. That's Extreme Makeover Home Edition. We're Extreme Makeover Democracy yeah. Edition. And then and then the, the homeowner's like, but you don't understand. Like, we when we moved in, like, the previous owners, they, they invited them in. See, that there was this thing called Paperclip, Operation Paper. They invited the Nazis in, and that's... They let them come in. We didn't do... We didn't invite them in. They were here when we got here. 
Ma'am. <laughs> we found the clan robes and mothballs upstairs. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> we did break that. Ma'am, I want to take your word on that, but if you would, I need to take a look at your uh, democracy portfolio. They're like, I, it's at, I left it at the office, ma'am. Hand it over. <laughs> no, it's, it's, you don't understand. I, uh, um, I can get it Monday for you. No, ma'am, I'm sorry. That democracy can't wait. <laughs> I want to take I want to take your story on faith, but I got to see how you voted in the last three primaries. Oh, see right here. See, I'm seeing a lot of, ma'am, right here. This this none of this makes any sense. You voted Jill Stein in 2016, Mitt Romney in 2012. And Dennis Kucinich in 2008. None of this makes any sense, ma'am. You see, fellas, listen. I was just trying to throw some some paint at the canvas and see if we got a picture, you know? Uh-huh. Ma'am, uh, you're sentenced to listen to Oliver Anthony. He, 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 he too, is, a, is <laughs> just a patchwork quilt of <laughs> american opinion <laughs> i love i love that this week there is a clip of him saying that like we're di- diversity is good and we're a melting pot and the right wingers were pissed because he did not endorse white ethno state yeah they called him a sellout <laughs> was he the first reverse milkshake duck <laughs> oh, i mean gosh. well this is the thing like people were like uh yeah, people were calling him like a sellout, and it's like, no, this man was just obviously ra- like he obviously went to public schools. You know what I mean? It's like he, 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 he hates poor people. He thinks we're a diverse, but he just obviously went to public school. Listen, I'm telling you, if uh, 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 if under a hot lamp, if you asked him what he really believed in, I'm going to tell you what he would say. He would say this because every guy like this says this. What we need to teach people in schools how to balance a checkbook and uh, <laughs> do their taxes. He's like the practical taxes. skills guy. Yeah, that's like yes. you know under scrutiny. You know that's exactly what he believes in. What do they call that? Financial literacy. 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 Financial literacy. And, and he's going to follow that up with saying, "I don't understand what happened to trade schools." <laughs> Right. It used to be you'd learn a trade, <laughs> which is kind of one of those things I agree with a little bit. I believe in a liberal arts education, but I believe that you need a liberal arts education and a trade. Yeah. You got to do both. Man. Oh, oh man. Hey, ma'am, I'm going to need to see your civic portfolio, ma'am. Yeah, yeah ma'am, you, you're not going to get that. Have you? That you you can't vote you can't buy groceries at this Kroger until I see your civic portfolio. Just like making yeah. everybody show that like their documents, uh, they're, they're on immigration documents or anything like that. It's entirely yeah. civic portfolio. All right. Before you get a All democracy right. loan. Yeah, democracy. I need a loan of democracy, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, I need some uh, democracy offsets. Oh, so no, your neighbor voted in every election, so you can actually borrow some of his credits. He passed it. He has no Nazis in his wall. He passed the inspection. Clean as day. <laughs> He's got oh, a few to spare. He votes in elections he can't even vote in. <laughs> 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 civic, you know, he votes in other Georgia countries. Trump's mad about. <laughs> 
He voted in Georgia. He doesn't even live in Georgia. <laughs> he, he submits absentee votes to Argentina. <laughs> Manchester in the UK. This, man's, this man has cast so many provisional ballots. It's insane. He's a cosmopolitan voter is what we call him. <laughs> um... She writes, Babe, if you can't afford the democracy, you can put it on layaway, you know. We have installment. <laughs> well, put your democracy on Klarna. <laughs> but in the meantime, for every year you don't pay it back, we will throw one of your loved ones out of a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, Columbia neckties for all your closest skin. Uh,. She writes, selfishly for the sake of my own health and longevity, I am grateful every time I see another person pitch in on democracy renovation. It's very clear that more of us, that the more of us there are doing this work, the sooner we will get to a place where we can take a collective breath and have confidence in the health of our constitutional democracy. This reads like something from a fucking cult. Like, Dog, it reads like it reads like we're either all plowing the fields or picking up trash from the beach, yo. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like we're all picking up trash with those little pits or poker teeth. You know, you know how all, on all those home renovation shows, that, like the uh, it always hits a crescendo with like a problem they run into, they don't know how they're going to solve. Good. I call you two to the basement, and I'm sitting there with my utility belt, my hard hat, and I say, "God damn it, boys." Brings me no pleasure to have to tell you that on this shelf sits Bill O'Reilly's Killing Lincoln and Robert Carroll's books on LBJ. Terrence just sighs. He says, we got, some, we, got, we got somebody else who went to public school. Oh, so. uh, dude, you know, you you if you're going to have those, you need a wild card. Like, you need Ron Paul, like, Rediscovering Liberty or some shit like that. I don't even know yeah, if that's yeah, one no, of his books. But. Yeah, no, we go down the basement and it's just every like sort of failed politician's like uh, cash grab, uh, like memoirs, thrill- political thriller. Oh yeah, memoir. Dreams yeah. for my father. <laughs> yeah, that other one that he wrote a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um. And since that's the best available form of government to support human thriving, how can we not? How can we not do what we can to deliver yet another new birth of freedom and ensure that constitutional democracy shall not perish from the earth? I, I will say that she's a uh, she's not uh, not respecting bartering enough, man. You know, <laughs> bartering and trading, <laughs> trading as a, as a system of governance. Uh, yes, yeah, so, someone's never heard of uh, my favorite form of political governance in human history, like in ancient Israel when they had like twelve judges. And that was just the whole. The San, yeah, the Sanhedrin Council. The Sanhedrin Council. <laughs> he didn't bring that back. We need to bring back, yeah, uh, the Pharisees and the doctors of the law interpreting, <laughs> arbitrating everything that happens. Sanhedrin. Don, donkey falls in a hole. Ah, we got to go to the high priest and see what they say about that. Dude, Sanhedrin council heads are seething. We're seething right now. It's, they've been they've been quite they've been they're the real silent majority. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Dude, um this article then has a large well, it's, I wouldn't say it's large, but it's um it's like a a form you can fill out. It a says democracy form. A democracy form. It says how will you help renovate our democracy? Use this form to record how you want to allocate your time, talent, and treasure to your civic portfolio. Think of it both aspirationally and realistically. What do you aspire to do <laughs> that you also can see 
fitting realistically within the constraints of your other goals and responsibilities. Do y'all let's let's answer. Uh, this just reminds me of when you were a kid, you know, and like you got like those forms, like to, that. Uh, what were they? Were they were like um like you get like a book on like I don't know nutrition, you know, or something like that for kids or some shit. And it'll have like a form of like oh this is what are you sure you're eating this much this many fruits or drinking this much water doing this. I right. had the same thing, but it was Magic Johnson's AIDS book. <laughs> 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 and I want to tell you something. Thirty eight. I've. I failed misery. I didn't, I didn't follow the steps too often. <laughs> Wait, so it's like the book about like how many AIDS you have or like how no, many? No, it's, it's a book about how you avoid contracting. <laughs> you know, it was just like, it was like kind of a memoir. Uh, child what? appropriate. Though. What the Although, fuck? Is it like a choose, book, it's like a choose your own adventure, AIDS. <laughs> choose your own AIDS adventure book? In that same book, he did because it's like geared towards like middle schoolers. But in that same book, he does say that he had sex with seven women in an elevator once. At what? At what time? Just like a book. You that imagine knows- like the poor bellhop on every floor. That's like, oh, it's just magic sucking and fucking again. Isn't it? You just see that shit going up and down and up and down, but not open it. <laughs> so yeah, every time it stops, somebody just hits that button. Real <laughs> just like a, I like a choose your own adventure of various Magic Johnson sexual trysts. <laughs> what? Um. Okay, I'm gonna just fill out this form. It requires your email. Um. Tom's to get your brother. Sexton likes men. <laughs> Gmail Okay. Um, what democracy issue matters to you the most? Please identify it with just a few words. So, what what democracy issue matters to you guys the most? Like, do you have a a big one? Because, yeah, like, maybe. to me, that's a broad question. Like, there's so many different democracy issues. Um, that you, to choose from, you know, and, and this is a required question, by the way. Like, you know, on those forms, like if you don't fill it out, you can't, can, you can't submit the form. This yeah, is a required. You, you can't see the doctor. You can't get the. You can't see the doc. You can't see the democracy doctor unless you answer <laughs> what issue matters to you the most. I guess the the first thing that comes to mind is people voting against their own interests. <laughs> <laughs> People not voting, that's an easy fix. We just have to come up with inventive ways to cast a ballot that seem fun. Like, you know, sometimes they can shoot the ballot. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Get a yeah. gun, yeah. you shoot your vote in. That would be a good way to do it. Uh, yeah, if the Democrats really want to turn the tide, they say, listen, mandatory voting, but you have to bring your own weapon and shoot your, uh, shoot your vote in. But what I'm talking about is is people that uh, mostly poor people that don't understand that uh, the Democrats have provided a lot of services for them uh-huh. and yet they vote against them anyway <laughs> in my opinion this is the thing that's most threatening the principles of our democracy yeah that's a big one I'm, I'm, I should put that I'm going to write that one down we don't have to submit it but it's just one answer People voting against their own interests. Okay. People voting against their own interests. What else is there? There's, um... So, there is also... 
Ageism against the sitting president. A yep. <laughs> ageism, yep. yep. Ageism against the sitting president. White birth rates. That's concerning. That, yeah, that is very concerning. Are, yeah. Quite concerning. That's the top of my list. <laughs> <laughs> that was another reason Aaron was up at 3 a.m. worried about white birth rates. <laughs> Fair skins are lost in white. Hmm. <laughs> Where ska music? We put ska music on there. That's a pretty big <laughs> democracy issue. <laughs> ska music. Um. Any others? Uh, let's. I mean, I have people voting against their own interests. Ageism against the sitting president. White birth rates. Ska music. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else I should add? <laughs> That that we jest, but that is actually probably like the median Americans' like concerns. Yeah, I, yeah that's the median voter. I, melting, <laughs> melting pot, too hot. Melting pot, too, too hot. hot. Too yeah. hot. Too cold. I I throw out there the gay agenda. The gay agenda. Yeah. The gay agenda. Yeah. Damn, that's some good stuff on there. People voting against their interests, ageism against the sitting president, white birth rates, ska music, <laughs> melting pot too hot, the gay agenda. The, 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 melting, the melting pot, the fondue of the melting pot has burnt the roof of our mouths. It was boiling. You can dip your finger in that shit, man. <laughs> you can even take a little taste. The, let's see here. Let, any other... I mean, there's the deficit. Did I already mention the deficit? I won't write that one down just because, personally, I I, I don't think the deficit's big enough. I've thought yeah. that for years. We need a big-ass deficit. A big-ass deficit. Is what a we big need. Ass deficit. Wait, wait, we need okay. the limitless debt ceiling. Yeah, the limitless debt ceiling and the big-ass deficit. Like, there's not enough def ass. There's not enough big-ass. There's a deficit we have a big-ass deficit. Ass. <laughs> the limitless debt ceiling and the big-ass deficit. That's good stuff on there too. I I got I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the go, going back to the gold standard. Gold standard. Yes. yes. I I honestly I am worried about the debasing of the coinage. I'm worried about people melting down the coinage and adding debased metals into the coinage. So, how do you phrase that uh Debasing uh, impure, impure. I think impure if you coinage. put just impure. put debased coinage, most Americans would know what you're talking about, David. It's a you're right. It's at the forefront of most people's minds. Greenback mm. dollars, too too many greenback dollars in circulation. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Um. To the IRS. Something I, about the IRS. Yeah, there's something about the IRS there. They uh. They they got my man Wesley Snipes. IRS going after Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Wesley Snipes yeah, is a IRS, top issue. Actually, we demand IRS issue an apology to Wesley Snipes. <laughs> IRS issue an apology <laughs> to Wesley Snipes. That would be the thing. Yeah, on, you know, you know, like when a president gets elected, and they do their first hundred days. Yeah, yeah. My th my thing would be we would issue in the first hundred days. We're going to issue apologies to Wesley Snipes, Willie Nelson, uh huh, any celebrity tax cheat is 100%. The other We're going to refund the money that they spend in restitution, too. Exactly. 
Um, let's see here. What about uh, tariffs? Any any thoughts on tariffs? Are they too high or too low? It depends what kind of tariffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll be talking. About. I have varying opinions. Wheat tariffs too low. Gold <laughs> tariffs too high. Wheat. <laughs> okay. Cigarette tariff too high. Yeah. The what tariff? The, tariff? the cigarette tariff. Cigarette tariff, tariff too high. Mm. Here's what I would do. Day day first hundred days of my administration, I'd gather everybody in the town squares across America and I'd say, I'm gonna read off every kind of tariff there is and you tell me if we need to raise or lower it. Okay. It's a good <laughs> and idea. Then the eyes have it, you know. Uh huh. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's um, called participatory governance. What about public health? Anything in the public health realm? Um, nah, nothing comes to mind. Okay. All right, we'll skip kind it. Of, kind of, <laughs> kind of uh, mums the word on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, and then, let's see, we've got our policy towards the former Yugoslavia. Mm. Uh Let's see. Well, that's that's we'll say reunite Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia. Reunite Yugoslavia. There you go. All right. We have. Okay. What demand? Actually, you reunite the Dakotas too. I would say. And the Dakotas. Okay. Yeah. We have. That's my main issue. People voting against their own interests. Ageism against the sitting president. White birth rates. Ska music. Melting pot too hot. The gay agenda. The limitless debt ceiling and the big ass deficit. Gold standard. Debased coinage, too many greenback dollars in circulation. IRS issue an apology to Wesley Snipes and other celebrity sex cheats. <laughs> Wheat tariffs too low, cigarette tariffs too high. Reunite Yugoslavia and the Dakotas. The thing, the thing is though, like if you went and you polled a good cross section of America, like their what their what is on their mind when they lay their head down to sleep at night. Would not be any less nutty than this. No, <laughs> exactly. I'm pretty I'm like, sure at least three of those would be checked off. I d- I, d- I love Tom. You nailed it. You said that Aaron, Anthony Oliver is basically like a kin bone type, like guys that are just you know like they they exist to be or Joe the plumber. They exist to be persuaded one way or the other. Like they're not really like they don't have any real convictions or anything. Like yeah, they're just kind of goofy like, guys that can be won over. Yeah, <laughs> like Reed swaying in the wind, man. Yeah. yeah. Um. Next question. Next question. This is also a required question. Why do these issues matter to you? Why do they oh, matter? Wow. This is a hard, harder question. Why do they matter? Well, I can only speak for the ska community when I say that they've been waiting for that messianic fifth wave to come. <laughs> and it's there's nobody picking up the mantle for it. I say ska messianic figure of ska fifth wave has not materialized is still occluded along with the Mahdi. Okay, is still occluded. Okay, all right. Securing okay, next question. Securing a supermajority for democracy requires advancing democracy protection, driving democracy renovation, and doing pro democracy work inside one's parties. Which of these activities do you plan to participate in? All right. You can choose as many as you like, but here here are the here are the choices. 
One, advancing democracy protection. Two, driving democracy renovation. Three, Do doing get a car and a hard hat. Do I get a truck to drive the democracy renovation like a flatbed or some shit? It's like it's like that Trump quote where he's like, "I had a good life. I had a good life. I wish I could just drive away from here. I wish you could just drive away in the democracy truck. I had a good life. I had a good life. Uh, when a man." Start saying things like that before he's actually went on. <laughs> Dire straits. So which, what is it? I mean, you can also choose none, or you can choose other, and you can fill that in. Which one gives me a hard hat? And, I think and the util in the tool belt. Well, the, there's pro democracy work. Work seems to imply a hard hat and a tool, tool belt, but like driving democracy renovation. It seems kind of fun. But then there's advancing yeah. democracy protection. Well, I've been in two car accidents, so I don't think I should be driving anything. Yeah, but, you um, shouldn't be driving. Aaron, you not be driving anything. <laughs> I'm not going to do. I'm not going to be driving the democracy. No. Aaron's on his third it. set of lungs in his fifth car. <laughs> I mean, like I said, you can choose other or none. Can I choose none? Okay, Aaron, you're going to choose none. Tom? What do you want? Do you want to advance? Pick one for me. I'm apathetic. I'll I'll advance <laughs> democracy protection because like it seems like um it makes us sound like a couple of sh- uh, thugs. You know what I mean? Like we're the muscle we're, for democracy. We're muscle for democracy. <laughs> <laughs> Goons for democracy. Now share which of these activities is your top priority. What the fuck? It's the same ones. I guess we'll say advancing democracy protection there, too. Now assess how much time you can contribute to your democracy work. Reflect on your other personal and professional goals as you make this assessment. I are, are we were, I am probably literally the only person who has filled this out. Like every other, re- <laughs> not even the nerdiest losers who read the Washington Post have filled this out. <laughs> this is from the Washington Post. So how many... How many hours, how much time can you contribute? One to three hours a week? Three to ten? Ten to twenty? Stop, 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 stop for a second. I just realized what's going on here. <laughs> this is an audit. <laughs> it's a democracy audit. This is, this is a audit. damn democracy audit. <laughs> from, the, from, the, from the good folks that brought you privilege audits. <laughs> um, let's say... Uh. I think we should keep it reasonable. Let's not let's not overextend ourselves. Uh, let's say ten to twenty hours a week. I was gonna say ten to twenty minutes in intervals <laughs> a day, <laughs> like every other day. Okay. Now let's determine allocations across the buckets of democracy protection, democracy the renovation. Buckets of democracy. <laughs> Are they named? Do they have stickers on them? Are they colored buckets? Are they this like is... sand buckets? Making sand castles and shit? Are we making a democracy castle? What's going on here, man? What is this, dude? Um, what percentage of your civic portfolio do you wish to give to each? Okay, democracy protection. How much do y'all want to give that? Zero percent, one to ten percent, eleven to twenty-five percent, twenty-six to fifty percent, or more than fifty percent? Are we budgeting here? Uh, We're budgeting. Nah, just off. The, I I really can't at this time. I'm probably ten percent maxing out at ten percent. Okay. What about yeah, democracy? I can't. I can't, co- I can't commit to more than ten percent. What about democracy renovation, though? Now that's my passion. <laughs> so I, I probably I'm probably gonna go a little more. I probably fifty percent allocation on that one. Okay. Well. 
All right, and then you got partisan work. That's pretty. I mean, if it requires, if we're talking about par by partisan work, do you mean storming the Capitol? Then <laughs> January sixth fits neatly under that. That's perfect. civic engagement, and that honestly, engagement. I mean, that takes up at least that took up. I mean, some people are doing ten to twenty <laughs> for that. So you could say that it, that they live that shit twenty four hours a day. Did you file terrorist acts underneath that <laughs> insurgency, like just like a member of ISIS filling this out. Like I'm very civically engaged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we civically engaged them, all right. <laughs> uh. Please share what skills you have that you are especially proud of and that you oh, hope to put fuck. to use on behalf of democracy. Uh, God, skills, skills, huh? skills. Like bomb, building bombs, flying bomb aircraft. skills. Hijacking. Dreamed of flying planes since I was a little boy. airplanes. <laughs> Wielding a box cutter as a weapon. Overthrowing foreign governments. Yeah, kidnap, kidnap, coup. See, uh, um, assassinating a democratically elected leaders. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Putting a guitar string, a piano wire around uh, political enemies' necks. <laughs> yeah, political assassinations. Man, oh, shit. man, um. Yes, psyoping the youth movement of a Eastern European culture you're trying to foment a color revolution in. Funneling crack cocaine to With black rock communities. Music. Yeah, funneling crack cocaine into black communities. <laughs> Destabilize them indeed. Mm. Yeah, selling illegal arms to the Contras. Plandemics. <laughs> uh. Yeah, gain of function research. Yeah, gain of function research. <laughs> research in shoddily outfitted labs. Oh, oh shit. Fucking A. <laughs> Creating super soldiers in the laboratory. Interior decoration of the FEMA camps. <laughs> and then after all that, I'm going to say, <laughs> top 75 words a minute. <laughs> Functional knowledge of uh, the uh, Google Work Suite. <laughs> yeah, can can do make work job. Uh, I'm really, I'm a, I'm a self-starter with... Uh, <laughs> Experience uh, assassinating democratically elected <laughs> leaders. Oh, fuck. Okay, well, all right. Those are all great answers. Thanks for taking this survey about the cause of democracy. This form will be emailed to you, and you can refer back to it to measure your own progress and track how your commitments evolve over time. So, nice. I hope you guys are proud of yourself. Take, take a second to... Applaud yourself. Pat yourself on the back. Nah, no. There's no time for that. <laughs> not the kind, Not why I do it. No, demo saving democracy is my reward. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit, dude. Okay. Uh, well, that took about an hour. So. Well, we allocated eight hours, so seven more, and we're, we're there. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, 
<laughs> Honestly, I got an update real quick, guys. Just breaking news. <laughs> Trump tweeted on <laughs> Truth Social, arrest time 7.30 p.m. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> arrest time 7.30 <laughs> <laughs> Arrest time. Seven did he put it in all caps? Yes. Uh, hell yeah, he did. Hell yeah. So wait, so is he like? So is he? He's turning himself in at seven thirty this evening. He is. Well, in the post, he slammed. He slams uh, Georgia election case and says arrest time will be seven thirty p.m. The post just said arrest time seven thirty p.m. <laughs> Uh, it also he also wrote 231 million views and still counting the biggest video on social media ever more than double the Super Bowl but please excuse me I have to start getting ready to head down to Atlanta Georgia where murder and other violent crimes have reached levels never seen before to get arrested by the radical left low life district attorney Fannie Willis for a perfect phone call <laughs> <laughs> and having the audacity to challenge a rigged and stolen election. Yo, the evidence dude. is irrefutable. Arrest time, 7.30 p.m. That's an all-timer. I, I love that he threw in, like, where there's rampant crime and murder in Atlanta. He always has to throw a digs at, uh, at cities, man. I love it. He says that he's basically been arrested for executing a perfect phone call. That's... That's 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 the update on Trump Watch. Sorry. Oh man, I I did a I just saw an article in the New York Times, like all the focus last night because last night there was the first debate of the GOP primary. All the focus was about like, oh Trump wasn't there. Oh who won? Oh who said this and who said that? Don't care. What I really care about is the debate watch party at the Richard Nixon Presidential Library that occurred last night. Who was in attendance? Uh, judging from the people interviewed in this story, <laughs> judging from the people interviewed in this story and the photos, I don't think there was anyone here under the age of 70. <laughs> okay, so this was... Uh, the Republicans who gathered at the Richard Nixon Presidential Library to watch their party's presidential primary debate weren't exactly spoiling for a fight, but they did want to see some policy disputes aired. They wanted some sign that maybe, just maybe, their party might move beyond former Donald Trump. Some said they got what they were looking for. They were almost all impressive, Rocky Brister, 62, said on Wednesday night, standing over <laughs> his... What's his name? Rocky Brister. <laughs> Rocky Brister. Rocky Brister. <laughs> What the fuck is this? An Archie Comics? The fuck is that shit? Yeah, is that, is that Jellicad's real name? <laughs> this is like a Superman supporting character or some shit, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, Rocky Stand- Brewster sounds like a senator from the Superman comics that he has to save or something. <laughs> sounds like a senator from Montana or some shit like that, bro. Oh, it's, oh, yeah, said God. Rocky standing over his empty wine glasses after watching the debate <laughs> from a replica of the White House's East Room. Vivek did great. Boy, were they after him, said his wife uh, the, of Vivek Ramaswamy, the biotech entrepreneur who was a dominant force on the stage in Milwaukee. She said she hoped to see a Trump Ramaswamy ticket. 
Indeed, it was not. <laughs> that's, this, that's really fun to say. Robert's Friday. That's really fun to say. I'm not gonna lie. It, indeed, it was not that the roughly 200 Republicans who watched the debate from the shrine to the 37th president did not support the 45th. People in the crowd frequently referred to Mr. Trump as one of the greatest presidents of all time. But many worried that his bombastic approach in criminal indictments had started to eclipse the policies he supported. By the way, this policies? is by the way, this is the, this, these people are at the Richard Nixon President li presidential library, and they're concerned about the criminal <laughs> indictments. <laughs> um, it's too good. In a way, they were pining for the Republican Party of the past, eager to hear about fiscal conservatism, foreign policy, and immigration, but from a candidate who could convincingly explain how to propel them into the future. I want to hear a vision, what they're going to do to stop the country from going off the rails, said Chuck Patton, 62, a retired sheriff's deputy who came to the debate watch party with a group of neighbors, all lifetime California Republicans. When we saw this Democratic president come in, we were angry, we were scared, but at this point, we're just going to let the Democratic cities just wallow in their misery. We were, when Joe Biden assumed power, we, we were angry, we were scared. <laughs> if somebody who's more or less been friendly to us and conciliatory for the last 40 years took office, yeah, yeah, we felt betrayed, lost. <laughs> pissing our pants in the wilderness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, did I did I call my mother and visit her in the nursing home and cry into her bosom because I was so scared? Indeed. Did she have to did she have to comfort me as if I was a little boy again? I said yeah. the radical Marxist Joe Biden has assumed power. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> let me have, let me borrow that bosom for about 12 minutes while I mourn <laughs> the death of democracy. <laughs> Um, depending on the view, the Nixon Library is either a bizarre, a bizarre or an ideal place to take in a GOP debate. A site dedicated to a Repu Republican president who resigned in disgrace, broadcasting a showcase of candidates hoping to defeat a twice-impeached Republican former president who is facing four criminal indictments. Mr. Trump's lead in the primary is so solid he did not feel comp compelled to participate. Why should he, Miss Brewster asked? Anything he said would be used against him. Orange County. I love his Orange County. Like, like Nazi Central, really. <laughs> like, yeah, truly, truly. Um, uh, Mr. Patton started the night convinced that one of the candidates could find a way to break free from the ever-present shadow of Mr. Trump and left certain that many of them had. There was deep enthusiasm in the room for DeSantis and Ramaswamy, even among deep, voters. Deep enthusiasm <laughs> among, like, octogenarians. Okay. This is, a, this, this is amazing. Even among voters who could not pronounce their names. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this quote. Ron DeSantos, the little, the little, the little chubby gay guy. We loved him. <laughs> Rama Swantos. I love, hey, now, I love that Viv, Vivian Rama Swantos up there. <laughs> Rama Swanto. <laughs> Listen to this quote. This guy, the retired sheriff's deputy, said, I'm, it's excite, he said, it's exciting. I'm an old guy, and I still like the young guys who are going out there hot. It's so gay guys just let it slip, aren't they? I just love them when they're lathered up in crude oil. <laughs> when they I, come love, out I, love, I love our beautiful boys going out there and trying to make a difference. <laughs> 
Um, Marla Robinson, a 62-year-old lawyer. Every person that's been interviewed so far is 62. 62. Exactly 62 years up. Um, Had hardly given a thought to former Governor Nikki Haley of South Carolina, but was wowed by her performance, choking up as she described how inspired she felt by seeing a woman aggressively argue with a stage full of men. Mr. Brewster and Mr. Patton leaped to hoot and holler after Mr. Ramaswamy attacked former (laughs) Governor Chris Christie of New Jersey um, by saying Chris Christie's campaign was based on vengeance and grievance against one man. The moderators are just trying to make him and Pence revel of it, Mr. Brewster said, but it's not going to happen, not a chance. Uh, Still... Several Republicans said they were eager to see the party move on, in part because they feared the consequences if Mr. Trump is reelected. He is just too divisive. There are just too many people on the left who hate that man, said Dan Stowe, 65. <laughs> Another 65. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, we, we support him. It's all the people on the left that hate him. That's why he's not viable. <laughs> uh, there is going to be too much turmoil and civil unrest if he is in office again, he added. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a like that's interesting. Like the Antifa is gonna burn down the cities if he gets elected again. Um, <laughs> just before the debate began, the crowd sang "Happy Birthday" to former Governor Pete Wilson of California, who ran for president himself and was on hand to offer his post-debate analysis. Who the fuck um, is that? Fuck us! Hey, the goddamn tambourine player for the Beach Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Is he like the lost Wilson brother? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's he's 90 years old now. I think he was governor in the early 90s, maybe. Oh, uh, I just rem- I just recognized the name from Golden Gulag because he kind of like oversaw mass incarceration and like oh. the hardening mm-hmm. of the border. Oh, there. I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I recognize that name from the Larry Sanders show. Been rewatching the Larry Sanders show, and there's some, uh, you know, some dated jokes in there. And or, yeah, he's subject to one of them. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Wilson, who is widely blamed for a generational collapse of the state's Republican Party after he supported an anti-immigrant ballot measure in the '90s, offered a more pessimistic assessment of the night. Debates within your own party benefit the other side, he said, adding that he was eager for visions about bringing us back to the kind of America that he gr- that we grew up in at least I grew up in but hell I am the oldest one here he tried to pull yeah, I, don't, the- I don't think I want to go back to the America that you grew up in dog especially as a black person I think I'm good on that shit I'm good on, I'm good on, <laughs> I'm good on Jim Crow brother um, he tried to pull the crowd by asking them to applaud for the candidate they had thought had won they offered polite clapping for Doug Burgum and to Senator Tim Scott and grew slightly louder for Miss Haley. Mr. Ramaswamy and DeSantis received raucous shouts. The more moderate candidates, Asa Hutchinson and, and uh, Mr. Chris Christie, were met with silence. <laughs> <laughs> former former bro, pre- Christie is so cooked. <laughs> He's done, bro. He's like, there's only one badass that can stand up to TJT, and that badass is me. And, like, he just can't even get a fucking room of, like, fucking geriatrics excited. Um, former president, former Vice President Mike Pence, who has been reviled by some Trump supporters, elicited hissing and boos. They, they hissed. Wait. Was Mike Pence, was he running? Is he running? Yeah, he's running. He was on stage last night? 
pretty sure he was. Oh Didn't... my god, dude. This is how out of the loop I am. What the fuck? <laughs> it would be hilarious. Like, Mike Pence runs and it comes down to him and Trump and just the <laughs> shit Trump would... <laughs> Mike, you were no good. You were no good as vice president. <laughs> they should have hung you, Mike. They should have hung you. <laughs> Look, you swinging in the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> You look like shit, Mike. <laughs> you got the fly in your head. You remember the fly in your head when you were debating Kamala? God, I forgot that happened. Jesus Christ, what a weird moment here. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, All right. Pence thinks he's just got a home run and, like, revenge turned on his old boss and Trump just turns him out in front of everybody in America. <laughs> well, I guess we'll have to stay tuned for a rest time. It's, that should be a TV show. Arrest time, seven thirty. Arrest time. <laughs> Arrest Fox time, seven thirty. Arrest. It's like the sequel to Cops. It's so successor. sick. <laughs> oh, all right, boys. Uh, let's close this one down for the day. Thanks for listening, everybody. We encourage you all to please go to Patreon.com and support us over there. P a t r e o n dot com slash Trillbilly Workers Party. Please go donate $5 a month, and you can listen to us talk about Greek Orthodox uh, canonization of the Bible. Fencing, and most importantly, democracy renovation. That's right, and democracy renovation. So thanks for listening this week, everybody. We hope you enjoy the show. Please go to Patreon. We will see you next time. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye.